Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com.
Brother Roger talked about last night. He sprayed his nose. It's going to bleed. I knew he wasn't going to bleed. You know why? God takes care of his man when he's standing in the pulpit. Whether he's being able to stand or having to sit, all the more is being blessed. God, he pours it out. Amen. 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 If you wasn't here last night and wasn't able to hear Brother Jeff Platton's birth sermon, and if you was here last night and you heard it and you didn't make a move, bless God, you're going to get the same thing again this morning. Amen. We need to get right, right as the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. The body of Christ needs to quit playing church and start being the church. Amen. You'd like to read along with us this morning? We're going to be reading out the sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians. My congregation's probably back there rolling their eyes. They've heard this same scripture before. But bless God, we're going to do just exactly what God has laid on our hearts. Amen. And I've got to give you just exactly what He has given me. Yeah. Sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians, we're going to start with the 10th verse and we'll read through the 13th and then we will read the 18th verse. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Yeah, yeah. amen. Yep. I underlined that in my Bible because me and the Lord, He made me eat this for about three months. Yeah. His might, not ours. His might. Yeah. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the walls of the devil. Now I want you to understand this and this right here is where you need to focus on this morning. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Now, I encourage you to go home and finish that right there. I'm not going to be able to preach that this morning. It took me two months to finish all that at my church. But then the 18th verse. Said, pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. In the spirit. And watching there too with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. God, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day and for this privilege. God, I pray for the unction of your Holy Spirit. God, I thank you for what we've already been allowed to feel. And God, I pray that this word would pierce our hearts. 
Lord, and change us and ever draw us closer and back to You. God, we have an enemy, we have an adversary, God, that is trying his best to tear us down from the inside out. And we pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you help us and change us and that this word would ever move us and ever change us, Lord, to be closer that to you. And all these things, Lord, we do humbly ask and beg. In Jesus' most precious and holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Some of you may not be aware of it, but we are under attack. We are in a spiritual warfare. And those that aren't aware of it, bless God, you need to open your eyes and join the rest of us. This last year, God has made me understand what it is to be in a spiritual warfare. I'm going to share with you a little bit of what God has allowed me to see in this last year. And this is not bragging on me. We're trying to draw pity from anyone. I'm trying to explain to you the power of our God. Amen. It's through Him and by Him I live and breathe and have my very being. Bless you, Lord. Amen. Oh, bless God. Amen. On Good Friday this year, I was scheduled to have surgery the Wednesday after Easter. And on Good Friday this year, I was sitting at home by myself. And I'll tell you what, I've been in some pretty low places mentally, spiritually, and ever more physically. And when you're not able to do what we think a man ought to do, it tears at you, it'll break you down, it'll tear you down. And we have an adversary that will use every bit of that to work against you. Amen. I've thought things in the last year that I thought would never cross my mind. But this Friday morning in particular, it was all I could do to get from my bed to the living room where I sat all day. At that point, I was almost paralyzed from the waist down. There was days my legs would work, and there was days I could barely move them. And I was sitting in that chair, hating every minute of it, and at my lowest point, And when I tell you this, 
this what what are you going to do when this doesn't work? What are you going to do if this surgery you've been waiting on and hoping on don't work? Yeah. Yeah. I broke. Yeah. Yeah. I began to cry out to my father. I said, Lord, you're going to have to intervene. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do nothing. Yeah. I said, Lord, run him out of here.
the drag queens started dancing and trying to push their agenda on our children. You took care of one avenue that slowed down what the devil was trying his best to do. And then he, he just attacked from a different flank and poured it on even harder. To the point that I guarantee you within the next five or ten years, I wouldn't be able to preach a message like this. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. They will try their very best to throw us into prison and to shut us up. I had a dream here not too long ago. I was headed towards Cove Road Church. I'm going to tell this, brother. When I was heading towards Cove Road Church and I was going to preach, I knew what I was going for. As I turned the last curve and started down the hill where you could see the church up there on the right, the cab of my vehicle got completely dark. And demonic hands started climbing up my chest and trying to choke me out. I've never dreamed anything like this, church. I'm telling you right now, it's real. I don't have nightmares. But he was trying his best to get his hands down my throat. I woke up choking. And I sat up on the side of my bed and I began to pray, God, what does that mean? Lord, why? What is that? I was scared absolutely to death. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, the devil is trying his best to shut the men of God up. And then he told me to call and tell Thomas. He said, you warn Thomas. And you tell him, don't you let the devil shut you up. I thought that. Because I thought to myself, Lord, you're going to think I'm crazy. I put it off. That was on a Friday night. And I thought about it all day Saturday. I kept going, Lord, is that really what that meant? I was trying to be my best careful about this. I, I struggled with it all day Saturday. Went to church Sunday morning. Preached. <clears throat> as soon as I got in the car on the way home, you got to call Thomas and tell him. Felicia goes to her mom and dad's every Sunday afternoon. So I waited till they were gone and I was by myself. I called him. I sent him a text message and said, call me when you get a chance. I didn't know where he was at or what he was doing. He called me right back. And I began to share with him what the Lord told me. He began to cry and began to weep. Lord, you didn't answer his prayer. You didn't even know I prayed. He said, I was ready to get the church up. He said, I was getting ready to tell him that I wasn't coming back. He said, I told the Lord this morning after Santa Church, Lord, you have to give me a sign on what needs to happen. Hallelujah. And bless God. That was it. We are at war. Yeah. Yeah. With an unseen adversary that is 
unto us to stand. He said, having done all to stand. Half of us ain't standing no more. Come on. He gives us the armor. If you go down and you read through that, bless God, He has given us the armor of God. He's given us everything that we need to do to stand. But you know what a lot of us are doing? We're so scared of the devil, we done shook that armor off. What we need to do is be prayerful about these things and stand. Stand against what the devil is trying his best to shove down our throats. But more than half of the church is no longer standing. As I was giving this, as the Lord was telling us this and giving us this message, how's the only way that you're going to fight the spiritual adversary? He's giving you the whole armor of God, but the biggest thing he told you was in the 13th or 18th verse, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. There's a difference there. Yep. Let's just sit right there for a second. In the spirit. This is not uttering a prayer before you fall asleep at night. No. This is earnestly praying. Fervently and earnestly praying. So let me just go a bit further. In James chapter 5. He tells us the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You know what's missing out of that a lot of times? The righteous part of it. The righteous part of it. Preacher, you're accusing me of not being righteous. Bless God, yes I am. You want to know why? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We ain't seeing a whole lot getting done. So either you're not effectual, you're not fervent, or you're not righteous. Now you pick one. Which one is it? If the shoe fits, wear it. Whichever one of the three it is. Because we're all guilty of it. From the front of the church to the pulpit to the very back, we are all guilty of it. Praying in the Spirit. I'm going to give you an example of praying in the Spirit. I thought about this last night as the Lord began to show this and continue to reveal a few more things. I love how that works. If you ain't a preacher, you probably don't understand what I'm talking about. Last night as I was continuing to chew on this, the Lord showed me what effectual and fervent prayer of righteous people will do. I'm not trying to lift these men up on a pedestal by no means, but Tommy and a bunch of them get together for a prayer meeting over at Harmony. 
every other Monday night or every Monday night. I ain't been able to go to end yet, but bless God, when I'm able to, I am. I plan on it. But ask them what they have seen through their prayers. Ask them. It's amazing. I've just heard two or three of them. One of them sitting right there on the second pew. Amen. They've seen even more than that. Yeah. That's just one group of men. Yeah. I know the women get together too, and I'm That's sure right. there's a lot they've got they've they've had accomplished right. too. I just haven't heard of it. Yeah. That's right. Thank God. But the thing about it is the church can't even pray no more. I'm talking about those that call themselves Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I say call that because the evidence of some ain't there. That's right. That's right. But those of us that call ourselves Christians, a lot of us have completely just stopped praying. Yeah. Come on. The Bible tells us. I'll tell you that this book does not lie. Amen. Amen. God cannot lie. And this right here, we believe it to be the inerrant word of God. And when it tells me the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, bless God, that's what it means. So now my question is to you, why aren't we seeing more done? Yeah, yeah. The church needs to get right. We're living one foot in the world and one foot in the church. That cannot work. Will not work. Scripture's already been quoted this week for a lot of you that wasn't here last night. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Amen. That's a hard one to swallow. Yeah, yeah. I can remember when I was teaching the Wednesday night teenager class here, we'd come across that scripture. And one of them looked at me dead face and said, I can't do that. No, you can't by yourself. Right. Absolutely the most correct answer that I've ever heard come from a child's mouth. I can't do that. No, you can't. But bless God, there's one living on the inside of you that can make you live that way if you stay in touch with him. Paul also wrote once, he said, I die daily unto Christ. You know what that means? That means crucifying the flesh and living as holy and as rightly as you can before God. We're going to fail and we're going to sin and we're going to come short every day. Every single one of us do and will continue to. But I have an advocate with the Father. The problem is we quit using it. I was telling Brother Dustin this morning, I remember when I was a kid, I don't know if I was probably 
I'm probably 10, 11, 12 year old. The association was over at the Welch Cove Church that year. Fontana Village, every cabin up there was rented out. Yep. The hotel down on 28, down there in Tuskegee, it was booked up. Yep. It had but about 12 or 13 rooms. Every one of them was booked up, and most people were doubling up in it. Yep. And I can remember on that Sunday morning, or that Friday morning, the house was so packed that they had chairs down the aisle, and they had chairs out on that concrete porch out yep. front. Me and you sat out there on that porch that morning. And the preaching committee, when they come out that morning, I'll never forget this as long as I live. They stepped over in the parking lot. And then men and women of God, they began to pray. And I'm not saying just a little bitty prayer. These people are reaching out to God. They're asking for guidance on who ought to be standing and preaching the word of God. Amen. I stood over there as a child wide-eyed. I didn't know what to think about that. I'd never seen that before. Yeah. I can remember the men and old men and women and saints of God that had done gone on before. They would plan their year around church meetings. Yep. And now it's exactly the opposite. That's right. We'll go to church. If it fits our schedule. Uh, right. Come on. Yep. God help us. sir. If we claim to be a Christian, bless God, let's act like it. Yeah. Let's stand yeah. like we ought to. Yeah. Like the Bible demands yeah. that we do. Yeah. 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 To stand therefore. Yeah. Having done all to stand. Yeah. And then to pray. Yep, yep. Pray in the spirit with yep. all supplication. Let's finish this verse. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance. Okay. You know what that means? Watching and waiting for the answer. That's not hoping that your prayer is answered. That's standing and waiting for God to do exactly what you have asked Him to do. (laughs) What's got this right here is going to get fixed. You people have been praying for me. Bless God, continue on. We take something else that he done for me. One of them mornings, there's been a lot of these types of mornings. If you want to know more, you just come ask me. I'll let you in on it. But one morning in particular, I was down and I was out. There's a pistol that I keep beside the chair that I sit in at the house. It's in a case. I've yet to get to shoot that gun. I bought it before all this happened. I did all the work to it and I've kept it set in that case yet to shoot this thing. And that morning I kept looking at that gun. I said, Lord, I'd be better off dead. 
than in this condition. I'm tired of being here. I got something better waiting on me. And I'm ready to go. I knew that wasn't the way out. But bless God, it was there. The adversary was tickling that on the outskirts of my brain. Bless God, that's a real thing. That's spiritual warfare. If you ain't never had to go through one yet, I pray that your eyes get opened. I hope it don't have to be open the way mine has been opened. But bless God, I hope God opens your eyes to what is around us. He's not an omnipotent being, an all-powerful being, but bless God, the old adversary, he's got some strengths. He's got teeth. He ain't afraid to fight. He knows he's going to hell. He's trying his best to take as many people with him as he can. And he knows just where to push your buttons. And I have been reading and I have been praying. Because when I get to that point, that's all that I know to do. I went to the doctor here recently. And they began to ask me some mental health questions. You've been this way for a long time. I'm sure it's weighing on me. Yeah, it's weighing on me. They began to ask me all these questions and I knew what was going on. I just sat there and shook my head and answered them. Well, according to our charts... You qualify for some antidepressants. Would you like to have some? No. No. I said, when the times get hard like that and that hits real hard, guess what? I just pray harder. That's what I told her. I said, that's just what I pray. It's a little harder. She just kind of snickered. She said, okay. Check that one off the list. But this particular morning... The devil was doing his best. And I was sitting there and I remembered what Daniel did. You go over into Daniel, Daniel began to pray. He fasted and he prayed. And he asked God, he said, I'm not leaving until you give me an answer. So you know what I did that morning? I began to earnestly pray. I said, God, I can't do this on my own. And the devil is doing his best to tear me down and to tear everything that I have tried my best to live up to. He's trying his best to tear it down. You've got to send me a messenger. I said, you've done it for Daniel. Bless God, I know you'll do it for me. I said, I don't care if it's the archangel Michael. He said, I don't care, but I need a messenger. That afternoon, I've been at home all day by myself. And on those days, I must have looked a terrible mess when Felicia and Brooke got home. Because I had been crying, I had been praying. All day long, and I tried my best not to let them see that when they were around. So I done it when I was by myself, and it was just me and the Lord. Yep. I thank God for the times when it was just me and the 
Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That morning I began to pray earnestly. I said, God, you've done it for Daniel. I said, I'm going to do the same thing. I need a messenger. You're going to have to tell me that this is going to be all right. I ain't going to hear it otherwise. I need a messenger. Felicia and Brooke come home. And Brooke and Felicia is forevermore having to go to the Dollar General. That's just the way it is when you live close to one. She come in looking for something to fix to eat. She said, well, I'm going to have to run to the Dollar General. I'll be right back. I said, okay. So I was sitting there. She comes in about 15, 20 minutes later. She said, you'll never guess who I saw at the Dollar General. I said, who? Now get, I want you to put, put yourself in my place. I said, who? Curled my lip up at her. She knew I wasn't feeling it. She said, I saw you ain't Brenda and Virginia down there. You ain't Virginia and Brenda was down there and they were wanting to come see you. She said, Virginia was actually able to get out. And she asked him to be all right, so they come over. And I told him, yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I don't see nobody. I don't see nobody. But I love Virginia. That woman's forever more precious to me. I said, yeah, that's fine. She said, well, they're coming anyway. They're coming on. I told them it'd be all right. She done told me it was all right before I told her, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> That's the way a good wife does, though. <laughs> it was about 20 minutes later, I tried to get myself a little bit more presentable, tried to put on a good face. They come in, Brenda sitting down on the love seat there in front of me. Aunt Virginia sitting down right beside me on the couch. We was talking. I was asking how everything was going. I, I lied. I said, hey, it's going all right. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. You know how, how men do. It's fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Every man does it. I'm fine. I looked over at Virginia. I've been talking to Brenda the whole time, and I looked over at Virginia and said, how are you doing, huh? She had big old tears running down her face. I said, what's wrong, Virginia? Son, I don't know why. She said, but when I seen Felicia, the Lord told me that I had to come talk to you. <laughs> she put her hand over on my leg. And she started rubbing, rubbing my leg. It was bad. She said, the Lord told me to tell you this is all going to be all right. Bless God. Yep, yep. An answer to the spiritual warfare. He got exactly what I Archangel, because the devil was fighting them the whole time. 
continuing, persevering. This right here is going to get fixed. Yeah. It ain't going to happen in my time. It'll happen in his. Yeah, right. But bless God, I believe he does yeah. exactly. He'll do just exactly Amen. what he said he's going to do. I believe it. Amen. But the problem is, is we have a church. We don't pray like we ought to right. anymore. Amen. Amen. We fail to stand yep. when we ought to. We've come against something that was stronger than us. Yeah. And I imagined it like this when the Lord was giving it to us. When Saul tried to put his armor on David, the Bible said that he shook it off. He shook it off because it didn't fit him. Yeah. But a lot of us have shaken off our armor because we've been so scared that we've shaken so much that we've rattled it off. You want to know how else the devil works? I'm just telling you everything this morning. Bless God, I'm just doing what God told me to. I'm talking physically shaken. Have you ever been shaken to the point to where you just shook? Because that's all you can do for the fear. I have. Yeah. I have. It ain't nothing but the devil. Right. Yeah. Trying his best to make us fear what we have no control over. Amen. You know what fear is? This is something else the Lord gave me through all this. You know what fear is? Fear is the absence of faith. A lot of people want to come up with these funny acronyms for what fear is. My physical therapist, when I finally told him one day, I, I was afraid. He said, what's keeping you from doing this and what's keeping you from doing that? I said, it's fear. Because I'm afraid to death of falling again. He said, you know what fear is? He said, fear is false evidence appearing real. Yep. Like, okay. All right, so I chewed on that. That next week, the Lord told me, no, it's just it's physically the absence of faith. Why do I do what we ought to? Is it out of fear? Because I'm telling you right now, if it's out of fear, it's because you don't have the faith that you ought to. Yep, that's right. It is time that we as a church, I'm trying my best to wrap this up. It is time that we, as the body of Christ, quit acting like the church and start being right. the church. Yep, that's right. To stand. To stand like our ancestors did. Right, amen. Right. Yeah. To stand and pray like our ancestors did. Pray in the spirit like our ancestors did. Because that's the only way that we can fight a spiritual warfare. 
effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I don't know about you, but I'm not seeing a whole lot getting done right now. And it's time as we, as the body of Christ, hold to this. Believe it for what it is. And prove it for what it is. I could go on forever. I'm going to leave you with this. Are you even able to stand anymore? Because I'm telling you right now, the church needs to begin to stand, be accounted, and begin to fight. Because we've got loved ones that the devil is dragging to hell. He knows he's going. Like I've already said, he's taking as many with him as he can. Today, where is it that you stand? Are you one of the body of Christ? And are you even standing? Because if you're not, I guarantee you, you're not praying. Yeah. It's time that we get a few more. Yeah. Amen. That's willing to stand. Amen. Amen. Amen.